Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's Monday, November the 25th. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Are you bored with life? Are you unimpressed with the world around you? If you are, then today is the day for you as today. It's International Blase Day, so hope you make it a big celebration today. And if you're going to celebrate, celebrate Blase Day, no better way to do it than betting on your favorite sport. We will help you with that. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. I'm in for Chelsea Messenger, who has decided to have a baby. And we wish her all of the best. Big show today. We have one every... It's a big show every day. I don't know what to say, but it really is. Today, Craig, El Huapo Trap. We're going to talk NFL, college football opening lines for you. So if you want to know what's coming up over during the week and for the upcoming weekend, well, we've got you covered. Then, the Duffman cometh. Joe Duffman Duffy will be joining us talking some college football. And we're going to top it all off with our very own superstar, Sean Higgy Smalls. Higgs will be joining us to talk NBA, college basketball, and just a little bit of everything else. So that's what we've got for you today. These are our top handicappers at picksandparlays.net. And right now we have a special for you. Anything on the site. 15% off in celebration of Thanksgiving weekend. Use promo code TURKEY, gobble, gobble, and gobble up those big wins. All right, we'd love to hear from you. This is how it works. You're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, on Twitter? Well, all you got to do is uh, write in the comment section, and we will see your comment. Our producer, Andrew, will put it up on the screen, and I will do my best to respond to it, provided it's not too rude. Some rude is okay. Too rude is definitely not okay. Okay, but what too rude is, I've yet to find out. I'm still not sure. Just a reminder, we're with you each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific. That's Monday through Friday, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'd also like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world who are listening, courtesy of the American Forces Network. Welcome you to the show. And of course, if you are watching us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, well, (laughs) get to see us in all our glory. Live from Las Vegas, this is Picks and Parlays. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. I would love to hear from you. Well, we're going to give you some college football and uh, NFL opening lines. No one better to do that than El Huapo. (laughs) And isn't he just? Craig Trapp. Uh, Craig, (laughs) welcome to the show. you know, it's great. This is our Monday, regular Monday feature, which I'm tempted to rename Craigulation Time. Uh, but, you know, we'll have to play that by ear and see how that works. But let's start with some NFL, shall we? Let's start with the Bears at Lions. This one started, uh, opened, uh, you're saying it opened Detroit minus one and a half. It's now shifted. It's now uh, the, um, it's now the uh, Bears at minus one and a half. Uh, what on earth happened here? Well, these are the Thanksgiving games. Of course, Thanksgiving week. Happy early Thanksgiving to everybody. Oh, and happy Blase Day. Well, of course. Uh, NFL Week 13, uh, this is always the biggest betting days of the year uh, outside the Super Bowl, of course, uh, these Thursday night games. And uh, this is the early game, Bears at Lions. 
Bears are favored here only because Matt Stafford uh, is out for, or looks like he'll be out for the Detroit Lions. Does he have a Stafford infection? Stafford infection. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> okay, so that's why he's out. That's why that line is shifted. And it's shifted. Uh, it's, it's been a polar shift from yeah. uh, minus one and a half uh, Detroit to obviously plus one and a half for Detroit. So don't think the line's going to matter yeah. in this one. So you just exactly. got to pick the winner yeah. in this one. All right, the next one we got is another Thursday night game: Saints and Falcons. Uh, this one opened with the uh, Saints. Uh, at, let's have a look, uh, minus five and a half, then shifted to, uh, well, they're still still Saints, but uh, they're now minus seven. The Falcons on this one, they're one and nine straight up where other teams are favored by a touchdown or more. Uh, the Falcons are just not very good, Craig. I mean, they're three and eight. So, But why has this line uh, gone from minus five and a half to minus seven? Well, New Orleans looked really good this past week. So that has, uh, or two weeks ago. Um, then the Falcons looked really good a couple weeks ago. Now, Atlanta played terrible last week. Uh, the Saints had to hold on to win. So this, the NFC South is a wild division. These are huge rivalry matchups. I wouldn't want any piece of laying that extra one and a half. So hopefully, if you are a New Orleans better, uh, that you can wait until this line comes back off that key number of seven. But uh, Falcons are, who knows what you get in the Falcons. All right, now we're not doing the other Thursday game, which is the Bills of Boys. So yes. uh, let's move along and do, shall we? Eagles at Dolphins. Uh, as bad as the Dolphins are, they're even worse versus NFC teams. Did you know this? I mean, they are one and seven straight up, two and six, six against the spread against NFC teams. This one opened Eagles minus seven and a half, and it's now minus nine. Well, the Dolphins were not good in uh, Cleveland last week, but remember, they're this time of year when it gets cold, they're not good when they go uh, to these cold weather teams. Luckily, this is they're at home, so I can see a lot of people. That's being a sharp bet for a lot of people with the Dolphins here at nine. I see this line maybe even going getting to that key number of ten. So maybe you want to wait if you're going to bet the Dolphins. All right, uh, Bucks at Jags. Bucks four and seven. Jags four and seven. Here's a statistic that I didn't know about until today when I actually read this. <laughs> because you know, well, I didn't read it. I put a book of big NFL stats <laughs> under my pillow last night. And by the process of osmosis, I now know, know all of these things. But the Bucks have never won in Jacksonville, ever, period. Well, kind of surprising because a lot of times the NFC doesn't play the AFC teams that much. But uh, usually when you're local rivalry, which would be in the state of Florida, you'd think they play more. Well, the Jacksonville hasn't been around that long. Uh, but Tampa Bay Bucks did come off. Right. Tampa Bay Bucks come off a huge win, though. That, that win at Atlanta last week. Atlanta, like we said, had been a little better before that. That was a big win for the Bucs. If they can just avoid turnovers, this line move from Jacksonville. Opened at minus 4.5 to Jacksonville minus 1. So basically a pick them here. I, I like Tampa Bay here. Yeah, that really has, uh, that really has shifted. All right. Um, Chip Chirimbus's very own San Diego Chargers, of course, who are now the L.A. Chargers. But don't tell Chip that. Uh, against the Denver Broncos. Denver opened at minus 1.5. It's now the Chargers minus 2.5. What's going on here? Well, more just how poorly Denver has played uh, in recent weeks. Uh, you know, ever since Flacco went down, just not been that good. Denver minus one and a half, like you said, now flipped where the Chargers are the favorite here. Chargers, um, I think, are clearly uh, the pick if you're going to bet this game. All right, and our last NFL game before we move on to some college football, uh, we have the Browns at the Steelers. This one opened Pittsburgh minus three. It's now Cleveland minus one and a half. Another big swing here. Well, remember, these teams played on Thursday night two weeks back. Of course, Miles Garrett clubbed uh, Rudolph in the head uh, with his own helmet. I mean, something you'll never probably, hopefully we'll never see again in football. Uh, but more has to question the, the poor play at quarterback uh, for the Steelers. And Cleveland coming off a nice win at home against, uh, so now they're trying to sweep the season series against rival Pittsburgh here. All right, let's move along to some college football week 14. Uh, let's start Friday's game, Virginia Tech versus Virginia. Uh, this was a pick'em, and then it went to Tech 
minus two and a half, right? Kind of surprising because Virginia Tech early in the year was not good. Virginia was pretty good now. Lately, Virginia Tech's been a little better, so I can see this. Uh, but, I'm, you know, rivalry games. This is rivalry week in college football, college football week 14. I think uh, Virginia Tech um, is, a, is, is the play, but, man, these rivalry games can be dangerous. All right, Ole Miss at Mississippi State. This is a game we'll be covering in a bit more detail a little later on in the show. Uh, this one started at uh, Mississippi minus one uh, and moving to minus three. One of these uh, Thanksgiving games, the only game on Thanksgiving for college football, the Egg Bowl, of course. Um, Ole Miss hasn't been great this year, so they were favored by one, and Mississippi State now has a home favorite. I think that's more, uh, I think this line is correct. I think that's where the line should have started, so I'm not really concerned if you're going to bet this game. All right, Iowa, Nebraska, this started Iowa minus three. It's now doubled. It's now Iowa minus six. Uh, is this just uh, the good money going to Iowa? Oh, no, Nebraska's just not been good Nebraska's this year. Not. Iowa's defense is very good, but not a team that scores a lot. So on the road, uh, to have to lay an extra field goal here, not something I would be looking forward to. Wisconsin at Minnesota. Started Wisconsin minus four. It's tightened up a bit. It's now minus two and a half. Yeah, this is the axe for the axe. Uh, of course, if you're uh, from Wisconsin, Minnesota, big, big rivalry game. And, and this means even more this year. Winner goes to the Big Ten championship game. Um, I, I like Minnesota as a, as a home underdog. I liked it a lot more when it was above that key number of three, though. All right. Rutgers at the Nittany Lions. Penn State minus 41. Uh, it's narrowed a bit. Now minus 38 and a half. Apparently, uh, Rutgers going to find some... Well, some, I think this gumption. has a lot more to do about people recency, where yeah. Penn State wasn't great. Um, and their quarterback uh, went out uh, against Ohio State, so I think a lot of people are worried about that. But, man, this Rutgers team is not good nope. against a Penn State team that's still playing for a decent bowl game, I'm guessing here. Maybe Rutgers should rename themselves the Rutgers. <laughs> They're really not doing very well these days. All right, uh, Indiana at Purdue. Indiana minus 4.5. Uh, they've shifted now to minus 7. That gap has widened. Uh, explanation, yeah. please, El Huapo. Ba- Battle of Indiana, huge rivalry game. Purdue had high expectations heading into this year, and it's just not worked out. I, I think it's more than deserving, although Indiana was was hammered last week against Michigan. I actually thought Indiana had a chance at Michigan looking past. Not the case. Everybody thinks uh, Indiana, Purdue, these are yeah. the big things. But, you know, when I think Indiana, I think fannies <laughs> in Gary, Indiana. You know, never forget that. Anyway. All right. Uh, Texas A&M at LSU. This is a big one here. LSU minus 15. Now they're minus 17. People like an LSU a lot. And there's a lot to like there, let's be honest. Well, let's remember, to, uh, LSU, number one team in the country, number one in, in the playoff uh, as of right now. Could be a letdown spot. Of course, they've got the uh, SEC championship next week. So maybe that's the worry if you, if you don't like LSU. But uh, I would get on them if you're going to play LSU because this line's definitely moving in the opposite direction. All right, that's going to wrap up our NFL and college football. Craig, uh, give me the one, one more game. Let's talk about it briefly. Uh, we said... Uh, Bills at Cowboys, that's the Thursday game. This one open, I know. Cowboys minus 7.5. Where are we now on this one? Yeah, still 7.5, total 44.5. This is always the game that gets a lot of play because the early game, remember the Lions game, it's like 11.30 or 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Then the Cowboys game is usually around 3.34. So most people, both the West and the East, are already either at dinner or getting ready to sit down. And the Cowboys, of course, a huge public team. Cowboys coming off. Really poor performance, and Jerry Jones called out the coaching staff against New England last week. All right, well, there you have it. Uh, 
Lots to watch on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, four games, four football. We have three NFL, yeah, one, one college football. Uh, usually, there's a couple college basketball, and this is week for college basketball. If you if you love college basketball, of course, the Maui Classic starting on Monday goes through Wednesday as well. And uh, what's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving uh, holiday movie tradition, Craig? I know everyone has mm. one. Wow, Christmas Vacation is always the classic this time of year. It goes, you know. My favorite is Bob Guccione's Caligula, which I love to watch every Thanksgiving. That's before my time. Puts it, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Wrong holiday. Okay. Uh, stay up. Stay with us. Coming up next, uh, we'll be talking to... Who is up next? Oh, yes. The Duffman Cometh. Use code TURKEY, by the way. 15% off everything on the site. Now's the time to do it. Go to picksandparlays.net and stay with us because the Duffman does cometh after these messages. And you're back with us here on pixandparlays.net. If you're watching us on the stream, I have a ginormous head that is talking to you. Uh, it is great to be with you today. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber. And I promised we would have him. And uh, especially this blasé day, who better to talk to than the man who can regress to the means on his very, very own we welcome him back, the Duff Man, Joe Duffy. The Duff Man cometh. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing fantastic, jolly old Saint Nick, and certainly the Joe Duffy's clients at PicksAndParlays.net are also doing fantastic since we won 14 out of our last 15, and it's going to be even better this week. Well, I don't know if I can get be- that much better than 14-1, and one, but we got a lot more winning ahead. You are crushing it, Duff Man. Crushing it, you are, I say. Well done. Uh, we have three games today we're going to talk about a little college football. But before we do this, because I know it's the holiday season and it is the season of giving. We're going to give you 15% off everything on the site for Thanksgiving. Use the promo code TURKEY, gobble, gobble, 15% off. That's right. You can have your turkey dinner. You can have your 15% off and you can have some big winnings. So go on the site and uh, pick up any one of our experts picks for 15% off. And, of course, we're always pleased to have one of our resident experts with us, uh, Joe Duffy. Joe, we've curated three of the finest college football games for our viewer and listeners' edification. Uh, shall we get to it? With uh, let's, start with, uh, let's start with Texas Tech at Texas. How does that sound to you? Sounds fantastic. You are the boss. All right, a nice Big 12 showdown. Texas Tech, 4-7, 5-5-1 against the spread. Uh, two and six only in conference, coming off a 30 to 27 loss uh, to Kansas State. Uh, for the uh, Longhorns, the Texas Longhorns, six and five, five and six against the spread, four and four in conference play. They lost the last two in a row most recently, a 10 to 24 loss to Baylor. Uh, I've got Texas minus nine with a total of 69. Uh, what say you, Duffman? Well, what the Duffman says is. Yeah, I know I've said the time and time again that college football is the number one momentum sport. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you always have to go with the team with more momentum. And in this case, really, neither team has much momentum. But in the case of Texas, they are struggling, but yet they're laying a big number of points. But in fact, home favorites of at least nine that lost at least four of their previous six are a pretty good play at 346, 282, and 11. And that would favor Texas. And also, you know, the fact that this is sort of a a rivalry game. I do think that an underachieving team like Texas 
Uh, the team that's been struggling as of late, they're going to get a little bit more up for this game. They don't really have to worry about getting uh, motivated. Now, for Texas Tech to have a chance, look, Texas Tech, it's not necessarily going back to their air raid days where they're a phenomenal passing team, but they are a pretty good passing team. And uh, that's where they might match up pretty well against Texas. Texas is allowing 8.2 yards per pass overall. And also at home, they're no better at home than they are on the road. Although conversely, you know, they're, they're certainly going to have to outscore them, so to speak. And I know you always outscore them, but in the uh, figurative sense, where they're going to have to score a lot of points as opposed to winning a, a low-scoring game because Tech allows 8.9 points or 8.9 yards per pass themselves. The team's normally allowing 7.9. I think it's a good game. You know, Sam Ellinger, uh, he's, he's, you know, been okay this year. He's capable of a lot more. This is a good chance for him to come out of his uh, slump. And despite the, this is kind of interesting. Um, Tech, and it's a little bit of a rare situation. They're three games below 500 straight up, yet they're out, actually outscoring teams by an average of two points per game as uh, four of their last five losses were by three points or less. So they've been pretty competitive in that. And uh, betting on teams like that, when I look it up, not quite as profitable as I thought. You know, you usually think when a team loses a lot of competitive games, they're a little bit re better record than their record uh, sa says, or conversely, if a team is winning a lot of close games. But much to my surprise, there really isn't much of an advantage or a disadvantage to betting on uh, Texas Tech in a situation like that. But I still think all in all, um, you know, Texas, a relatively underachieving team. They match up pretty well. They should have a lot of success in the air and uh, lay the fairly big number here. All right. Uh, well, you're right about Texas Tech uh, uh, in one in one way in that they do have a passing game. They've been passing right by the W's because they are only two and six in conference. So, all right. Uh, there you have it. Texas, uh, te Texas Tech at Texas. Shall we move along? Uh, let's see. Who should we do next? Um, God, that's what people say when they come to Las Vegas. I don't know. But let's uh, let's do Washington State, Washington. How does that sound? It sounds good. I was wondering whether you wanted to choose an egg or an apple, but an apple a day keeps the bookmaker away. That's true. That's true. I don't. I don't even have a comeback to that. So we'll just let it go. Uh, Washington State six and five, four and seven against the spread. They're three and five in conference, coming off a win over Oregon State, fifty-four to uh, fifty-four to fifty-three. Uh, they're scoring forty-one and a half points per game. They're giving up only thirty-one and a half for the Huskies. It's six and five, six and five against the spread. Uh, they're 14 and 6 straight up in the last 20 games. They're also struggling in conference, though, 3 and 3 and 5, coming off a 14 20 loss to, to Colorado. Uh, I got Washington minus 6, total 64. And uh, by the way, Brian Bittler writes on our site don't miss any of his college football selections at picksandparlays.net. Uh, he says he's been number one in college football all season, uh, coming off a 5 0 0 on Saturday. So there's Brian Bittler. He's one of our. 35 expert handicappers. All right, let's get back to the one we're talking to, though. Uh, Duffman. Oh, thank you, Brenda. We think it's a great show as well. Uh, Duffman, Washington State, Washington. What's your take on this one? Regress me to the means, please. Okay, well, I don't know if we're going to have too much regression to the mean here. Like I said, that's, that's a term I sling around in other sports, especially when we talk uh, NFL, but a little bit less so in college football. Uh, road underdogs off of a massive uh, offensive game or, or, or road teams off a massive offensive game are 162, 101, and 8, and that would favor Washington here. This series has been kind of interesting because 
these teams look like they should be more evenly matched, but Washington, a little bit more of brawn, uh, has really dominated the series at the line of scrimmage. They've won seven straight in the series, all by double digits, even though, as I said, these teams would seem a little bit more um, evenly matched. And, and that's the case here that Washington State, they really got to slow down the running back. Ahmed, if they aren't able to do that, I just think that Washington uh, is going to be able to pound the ball. Also, Washington State, the quarterback, Anthony Gordon, I watched the game Saturday, you know, he set a few more records. He does throw for a ton of yards, but his big problem is he throws a lot of interceptions too, 14 interceptions. And for Washington State to have any chance in this game, they're going to have to slow down the Washington running game. And they're going to, they can't throw interceptions because Washington has a little bit more brawn here. And I do think that we're going to, it's just been this case almost every year where it's the, the more physical game of the Huskies winds up wearing down Washington State and they've got enough speed to keep up with them. So I'm going to lay the points here uh, with the Huskies. Well, it's funny, you know, we're talking today is blasé day and uh, the Huskies certainly looked blasé in their loss to uh, Colorado, didn't they? They looked uh, entirely disinterested. Yeah, it's been it's been a disappointing year. You know, really, um, Jacob Eason was probably a pretty good long shot entering the year for the Heisman Trophy. I think, as I recall, I don't remember, but I think he was in the, like the top seven or eight candidates, and he's turned out that he's had a pretty blase year. But again, this is another case to say almost what I said about Ellinger, um, where a case Eason, you know, he's capable of more, and this would be a good opportunity to to kind of recalibrate for such a big rivalry game, but. Washington is a little bit better team than they've shown this year, and I think this is a chance to take out their frustrations. You know, I, I said it, I think, a couple weeks ago, one of the biggest myths in sports where people like to bet on underdogs, especially bigger underdogs in rivalry games, which may or may not apply here based on that incorrect theory. In reality, I think rivalry games are a good chance for underachieving teams to, to really uh, re-motivate themselves and get fired up for a game like this. And I do think that would apply to Washington here. Yeah, well, I certainly have my opinion about that. We, we call them derbies where I come from, uh, rivalry games. But, uh, you know, you, you sort of have to take uh, 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 sort of traditional thinking and throw it out the window a bit. Uh, all right, uh, let's get to Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Ole Miss 4-7, and 6-4-1 against the spread. Uh, Mississippi State, the Bulldogs are 5-6, and 4-7 and seven against the spread. Uh, LSU ended Ole Miss's bowl hopes, and uh, now they have an opportunity to uh, end their rivals' bowl hopes. So, lots of bowl hoping. I don't quite work something funny there, but I'm having difficulty, so we'll just move on. Um, <laughs> we've got Mississippi State minus two, a total 59 and a half. Uh, you know, I'm not sure which uh, Mississippi State is going to show up. They uh, had those big wins against Arkansas and, Alcor St and Alcorn State. Uh, and then that, like, one-sided drubbing they got to Alabama, it's really, it's a coin flip, isn't it? Yeah, well, you better win big against Arkansas and Alcorn State for sure. You know, Arkansas is is far and away the dregs of the SEC. It used to be Vanderbilt, but Arkansas has just been atrocious this year. Um, this, you know, when you look at this line, it would appear to be very counterintuitive. You got the home team has the better straight-up record, than the road team, and they've been much better at home than Ole Miss has been on the road. Ole Miss hasn't won a road game all year. And remember, normal home field advantage is worth three points, so you would think the team with the better record should be more than a three-point favorite. They're not. Now, I do realize 
these schools are 75 miles apart, so you might be able to argue, well, it's not really the normal home field advantage. But, you know, you do have that a lot in, in college football, a lot of the regional advantages still. Taking that into consideration, it's not like it's going to be a, you know, a big one or one and a half point swing. So this is a chance where we use the odds makers uh, uh, knowledge against them, um, where in game six or later, if a team is winless on the road and they're playing a team that's at least 500 straight up at home, but they're not getting more than the normal home field advantage of three points, the road team under those circumstances, a pretty solid 307, 232. Joe, and yes, we're out of time. I'm, I'm sorry. Get, All right. Let's have it. Ole, let's, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss is my winner. All right. You can find Joe Duffy at picksparlays.net. Now's a great time to go pick up Joe's expert picks. 15% off. Use promo code Turkey. Gobble, gobble. Uh, we will be right back with our next expert, Higgy Smalls. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're enjoying it. I mentioned before the break, you can go to picksandparlays.net. We have 15% off all of our expert picks. That's 15% off. Use promo code TURKEY. Welcome. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. I would love to hear from you. I always enjoy new people following me on Twitter. We have a lot of fun on Twitter. And if you do like uh, more than just the traditional American sports, I love to talk European sports as well, because that's obviously my specialty, as I think you're getting the idea by now. All right. Well, this is the part of the show where we welcome in our very own rap superstar. Uh, he is the man, the myth, the legend, the Sean Higgy Smalls. Higgs. Sean, how are you doing, buddy? That's it. <laughs> Higgy Smalls, P. Higgy, whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me late for dinner, Nick. All right? No, just remember, I want eat. you to put your hands in the air if you're a true player. Okay? <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Uh, we're playing these games. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a little bit of everything today. We're playing these games, baby. Higgy, Higgy, we're doing a little bit of everything. Uh, we're doing some NBA. We're going to do some college uh, basketball. Yeah. I have, I have to be honest, at the time that we were looking up these, these college basketball picks, I didn't have lines on them, but we're going to get to that anyway. Uh, but we do have I lines on Clippers. The lines. At, they came up. They did, count. they did come out, just like me. I came yeah. out last week. The lines just came out. Okay, very good. Uh, Clippers <laughs> at Mavs. The Clippers 12-5, and 9-8 against the spread. The Mavs 11-5, and 9-7 and against the spread. It's the sixth best, sixth best offense in the NBA versus the third. Hmm. Clips defensive record, though, slightly better. Uh, both teams are on a, on a five-game winning streak. Total has gone over in four of the six games for the Clippers, 12 of the 15 for the Mavs. I got Clips minus two. Total 227. Uh, Higgy Smalls, what do you see on this one? That's what I'm seeing. I got the same numbers as you, and, you know, you got to be happy that, man. Luca, holy cow. That guy's just been unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I look at this number, though. Minus two. Are, are, is somebody sitting out for the Clippers? I know Dallas has been excellent. They're 11-5. and five. Clippers are 12-5. and five. But you got the whole load management stuff going on. If I'm getting a full compliment, and I got to tell you, I was kind of leaning towards the Mavericks with the points here. I like the Mavericks. But now, if if we're getting everybody playing, and I'm laying this number, if I got Paul George, who's only played a half dozen games. Kawhi's played 12 out of the 17. You know, Lou Williams having a good year. This guy's putting 22 points a game up. If I'm getting a full Clipper team, I think this is a statement game for them because this is a game they want to come out and beat an upstart team and say, you know what? All right, LeBron this or whoever. You think you're going to be the best team. We're the best team. And the Mavericks, for sure, are, I mean, him and Porzingis, like I said, Luca, holy, man, what a combo. Bright future for Dallas, but 
again, like the lines come up late here because you don't know with this NBA, it's tricky every day, especially doing it a day ahead of time. But I'm going to take the Clippers because I think this is a team they're going to want to come out and beat. It's a good team. And, and that's the, the way the Clippers are playing. And all these teams now, they're resting guys for certain yeah. teams. I don't know. I think this is a statement game for the Clippers just based on Dallas's record. And they're two-star players. I think George and, and uh, Kawhi want to come out and say, you know, we're better than Porzingis and Luka. So that's, that's my well, angle one, here in this game. Probably a lot of points. So over game. 227. I think it's going to be high scoring. You know, it's, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. you got a lot of offense on these teams, especially, like, the Dallas kids are – man, I'm just impressed with them. I'm impressed. You know, listen, they don't have the depth of the Clippers. You know, just look at it. Go through the Clippers lineup and just look at their guys, and they're just stacked. So, I think the Clippers are the best team in the league. And, I, you know, a lot of points. I think 227 looks good for an over. And, again, guys, wake up tomorrow. See what the deal is on this because the line starts going up. That means everybody's playing for the Clippers. Either way, I think we'll be on the Clippers on this game, believe it or not. So All even right. if we get a, a somebody sinking, Clippers are to play here. So take the Clippers and the over. Let's move on. Next game, Wizards 5-9, and 9-4-1 nine, nine, against the spread. Against the Nuggets 12-3, and 7-7-1 and seven, and one against the spread. Uh, the Wizards are coming off a loss uh, to the Kings, 106-113. They're 4-1 against the spread in the last five. The Nuggets on a five-game winning streak, another one of these five-game winning streaks, uh, their last outing was a 106 to 104 victory against the Suns. The total has gone under in seven of the last 10 for the Nuggets. I've got Nuggets minus 10 and a half, total 228. And don't forget to use promo code TURKEY for 15% off everything on the site. Okay, Iggy. Who, who doesn't love Turkey? Listen, uh, 10 and a half is a lot, but I'm going back to Nuggets here. I, I can't really say any, you know, like mom always tells you, you can't say something nice about somebody, don't say anything at all. It's the Brady Beal show, and that's it for the Wizards. Nuggets oh, had the wait, best wait, record wait, wait. Hold at on, home hold last on, year. Hold on, hold on, Who told you yes. that if you can't say anything nice about somebody, don't say anything at all? That is bad that's advice. That's what my mom told me. Well, your mom. As a young child. Your mom. Your mom. What is she, yes. some angel? <laughs> she tries. Well, except when she, except when she was beating me, she wasn't an angel. Like, Don't say bad things about people. Uh, you had that beaten into you in a belt from an early age. I can tell that's the root cause of your problems. You know, Higgy, there's nothing wrong with you that 900 years of concentrated psychotherapy wouldn't fix. <laughs> little, yeah, I got to bring out the little shocker and zap myself and the jug, right in the. Uh, the juggler not here. Well, let's do it. Well, well, shock us with this pick then on the Wizards Nuggets. So you you obviously like Nuggets on this one. What I about like the minus nuggets, ten and a half? It, it's a lot of points, but they're just so good at home. Um, if I have to, you know, gun to my head here, I actually like the the other game a little more. We talked about, but in this game here, we'll take the Nuggets because I'm not high on Washington at all. Uh, maybe the under here. You know, you get the elevation for Washington. That's not something they're used to. So Denver in the under is the lean here for this. Uh, game up in uh in, in denver nuggets and washington wizards we'll go denver under all right denver under you got it you heard him Eggie smalls has it all for you let's move on to some college basketball oh they're supposedly there for an education but we know that's not true okay <laughs> let's start with northern iowa versus the west virginia mountaineers northern iowa six and oh four and one against the spread they're unbeaten so far on the season They've gone under in 11 of the last 13 games. The Mountaineers, 4-0, 2-2 against the spread. Also unbeaten on the season. Uh, their last outing was a big 69-44 win against Boston. The total has been under in four of the last six for West Virginia. Uh, what is the line on this? I didn't see it. 
uh, educate me, please. Yeah, just so just so coming up off trouble, we got West Virginia six and a half and one twenty eight. Wow! And I'm buying I'm buying Northern Iowa here. This is an experienced group. I'm taking Panthers six and a half points. I got this line probably pegged around half of that. Uh, listen, Huggy Bear down in West Virginia. You know they're gonna bring defense, and that's what they do to offense last year. You know, really underachieving year for West Virginia squad coached by uh, Huggy, but. Uh, six and a half, two main points here. Northern I mean, Iowa. This is the uh, in Riviera Mayo Cancun. So I'm going to grab the early game here. We're taking the dog, six and a half, a lot of points. And, you know, I find that maybe in these early games, you want to look towards like the, the under, because a lot of these tips are sometimes like 10, 11 in the morning. So nobody's up. I love the squeaky shoes you get right on the TV. So look towards the under, see where that number's at. If it moves a little bit, it's at 128. If it drops down, it tells you where the sharps are coming in at. But my money will be on. Northern Iowa, six and a half tomorrow. Let's grab it. Grab it as soon as you can find it, people, because that line's going to come down. So Huggy Bear has graduated from Starsky and Hutch to college basketball. I didn't know Antonio Fargus was in the coaching business, but uh, I guess I can <laughs> correct it. Uh, Wichita, Wichita State against South Carolina. Wichita State, shockers. You know, if you want to talk football, my sort of football is shocker. It's when you have a terrible game. The Wichita State, shockers, 5-0, and 2-3 and three against the spread. They were unbeaten on the season. Uh, last outing was a 68-59 to 59 blowout of Oral Roberts. And uh, they're 10-5 and five against the spread in the last 15 games. Uh, South Carolina, 4-1, and 3-2 against the spread unbeaten. But for a loss against Boston University, their under has uh, been in effect in 8 of 12 games for South Carolina. Uh, once again, I am lineless, but you are not. What is it? I'm seeing Wichita State one and a half and one thirty four and a half as a total, and I guess I, I like Wichita State here. I got them rated a little higher than this number. It's a young team, yes, but you know, coming up that Oral Roberts game, you know, they're starting to score. So if they're going to score, these youngsters going to somebody's going to take the lead, and you know, they're going to work out some kinks here early. I'm liking them. It's a short number, basically. It's you just got to win the game here, at one and a half, right? So. Um, South Carolina, I got them pegged for one of the worst teams in the SEC. These guys are bad, bad team last year. So I'm not high in a 4-1 record. You lose to Boston, who's, you know, it's not Boston College, it's Boston U, right? Yep. Did you say they lost to Boston U? Boston I'm, U. So, listen, 4-1, and one, you know, see who they played. It's not like they're playing juggernauts here. Uh, Wichita State, it tells you all you need to know. You got a school out of the American, uh, upgrade came out of MVC, uh, the Missouri Valley, laying points to a, a, a big bad power five school here so that's a little something i like to look at too when you get these smaller mid-majors and the smaller power schools versus bigger schools we're favored here on a neutral court by one uh which means it'll probably more than four or five if we were playing on our own court give me wichita they're young but uh, i like the coach he does a good job down there wichita state they're they're a, a gritty little group wichita state to get it done here minus the one and a half should be a no doubter after uh in game two here in the cancun championship no, Wichita, Wichita State will deliver a shock. I won't say a shocker because that would mean something different. Okay, Higgy, we've got a couple minutes left. So while we have you on and we're talking about Thursday Thanksgiving, let's talk about a little NFL. Bills, or Cowboys, let me get your take on this game. This open Cowboys minus seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. And when I see the seven and a half or three and a halves, I, I like the favorites in these games simply because I think they're trying to entice you with that hook. So I'm going to lean Dallas, and only because 
What a terrible game yesterday for them. Should have won. Should have won the game. You know, you're second and seven at the 11 yard line, not once but twice, and you're kicking field goals. I mean, switch up the play calling. They did the same nonsense a couple weeks ago against Minnesota when they got down. They need a touchdown. They start running the ball and doing stuff. You know, throw the ball a little bit. Open up the offense. Huge must-win game. And let's look at Buffalo. They beat the bad teams. We've seen them get mauled at home by Philly, and we see how Philly looks. So I think Dallas, listen, the talent alone on offense, as good as the Buffalo defense is, they don't force many turnovers. Dak doesn't turn the ball over. So um, I think Dallas is going to get it done here. Uh, you don't like laying the seven, seven halves. I don't think it's going to make a difference. It should be a 10-point game. Buffalo has trouble scoring, and against better teams, they really have trouble scoring. So I'm going to lay the points with Dallas here in that uh, nice sandwich game right in the middle on Thanksgiving. All right, I'll tell you what, we've got two minutes. Let's do a little bonus, shall we? Let's talk Bears at Lions. The Bears 5-6, and six, the Lions 3-7-1. This is another Thursday game. Um, yeah, this well, is a pick I, I about the this game. Line. I know it shifted because we did it. Uh, we talked about it with uh, Craig. Here we go. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, it has gone from, uh, let's see, Detroit at uh, minus one and a half to Chicago minus one and a half. I see Chicago up to three now. Wow. So, I was going to say take the Bears. Um, obviously, we got a backup situation going on here in Detroit. Uh, the under has to be a clear play. Let me see that is real fast. Uh, Thirty-nine. Let's go under the total there. It's listen. The good thing it's early, so you'll be prepping your stuffed mushrooms and maybe having cheese and crackers and getting some stuff done early. Getting ready for everybody to come to the this game. So. Yeah. Got to have the rel- Got to have the argument with the relatives. No Thanksgiving Day complete without that <laughs> little family uh, controversy. Um, tell us. What's up on Picks and Parlays from you today, Iggy? I got a little Monday night football going, loading up some college basketball. The lines are coming up for tomorrow. I'm having a nice little run there. Have a good one. I'm on the leaderboards here for the last week and month. So use that promo code. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. cover you in all sports, hockey, NBA, college hoops, NFL, college football. Brian Biller is number one in college. I'm number two in college football. So got my work to do. I got to catch him. So college right. football is good. We got bowls coming up. Get a package, people. Use that promo code for the turkey. 15% off. Sean Higgs, thank you so much. And you heard it right from the Higgy's mouth. Get onto picksandparlays.net. Sign up for one of anything. Anything you want to buy on the site, 15% off. Use promo code TURKEY, but you would do yourself a big favor. Go buy this man's picks, Sean Higgs. All right, coming up, <laughs> we're going to recap Later, all the picks we've given out during the show. Stay with us. Get a pen and paper handy. Be right back after this. And you're back with us here on Picks and Parlays. Broadcasting live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are each and every weekday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. on the left coast. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. Uh, Today is Blase Day, as I mentioned, but it has been anything but a Blase Day here on the show. Uh, We've had a lot of picks for you, so we're going to recap them right now. But just before we do, a quick reminder, right now on the site, in celebration of Thanksgiving week, everything 15% off, use promo code TURKEY. To make it easy for you, that's at picksandparlays.net. All right, let's start. We kicked it all off uh, with some college football and NFL opening lines from Craig Trapp. Uh, But then we moved right along to the Duff man, Joe Duffy, and we had some college football picks. Ole Miss at Mississippi State, take Ole Miss plus three. Texas Tech at Texas. We said take Texas minus nine and Washington at Washington State, 
Take Washington, minus six. And then Higgy Smalls. We had a couple of games for you. Clippers at Mavericks. Take the over 227. The Wizards at Nuggets. We said take the Nuggets, uh, minus ten and a half. And we did have a couple of college basketball games for you. Uh, we had Northern Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, listen to me, Northern Iowa uh, against West Virginia. He said take, I believe, Northern Iowa plus, uh, was, it, was it West Virginia at six and a half? Do we remember? All right, total 128. And uh, we had Wichita State at South Carolina. I know he said take Wichita and uh, take the, uh, and take the, I didn't think he said over, just take Wichita. So uh, go to our site, pixparlays.net. We've got everything up there for your edification and review. Loads of free picks for you. There's no excuse to make uninformed, ill-educated bets. Can't guarantee every one of them is going to win, of course. But when you go to bet, make sure you bet with intelligence. No better place to get your picks at picksandparlays.net. Once again, promo code TURKEY, 15% off. Everything on the site. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Same time, same place, same attitude as well. Until then, bet smart, bet responsibly, and always bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.